Okay, good evening, one and all, and let us continue a new week here, Sunday evening, to our learning of Sharabitok and Chavis Havavis. Okay, it's the famous Pasuk which we say three times a day, Pasuk of Parashas Ekev, Yodata Ayoyim, that's the task of man in this world. First, we have to know things. We have to put the knowledge in our heads. We have to learn things. But after that, the main part is to get it from the head to the heart. Simply said, you have to know it in your head. And then get it into the heart. And what is that telling us? That that's what we have to get into our heads and have to get into our hearts. Because we get into our hearts, that's already the rutsin. The rutsin of the person really controls the person. It then sends signals to the brain, to the idea, to the brain of how to act, how to how to react when a situation comes up. So if we know clearly and in our hearts we know that Hashem Ulaikim, Hashem Aimimal, everything that happens in the heavens, everything that happens spiritually, everything that happens materially, then, besides that, ain't oid. Nothing besides them. And this is, leads us in to where we're up to now, Vahachamishi. We're in the third parak, Vahachamishi. Vahachamishi is another aspect, another prerequisite of what it would take, the knowledge of this, to then be able to have full bitachain in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Says the Chavis Vahachamishi in the fifth shein, Biyad Echad Me'abruim, that it is not in the capability of any one of the creatures, not only people, people, animals, to help this person, or to harm him. So one thing we have to put into our minds is to know that no one could help us, no one could harm us, or to anybody else for that matter. I mean, this is bitachin in one line, that to know clearly that there's no one that can harm, there's no one that can help, except unless it has permission granted by the Bereyelam. Unless HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives permission. Once Hashem gives permission, oh, so then He can let people loose. He can let an animal loose on a person. He can allow a person to harm somebody else. And in the same way, He could also then, with permission, another person could help somebody else. No one else could even assist a person. No one else could benefit a person unless it was deemed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Both ways. So he gives an interesting mashal, If you would have, let's say, uh, we'll call it an employee. He has more than one boss. And uh, we know that in our world, in corporate America, you can have more than one boss. You have the, 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 the senior above you, then you have the guy you answer to, then you have the vice president, then you have the president, could be you have the CEO, then it could be this, the owner of the company. There's a lot of bosses we answer to. And if a person would have many more than one other, more than one master above him, and each one could help him, could benefit him. So lay So I wouldn't place my trust on one of them. And in, in the case of a human being, I would make sure to be nice to that person. I would make sure to buy him gifts. 
I would make sure to get on his good side. But here, if there's so many different people who could benefit me, so I'm not going to place my eggs in one basket. I'm not going to just try to to uh, have this relationship with one person because all of them could really do good to me. But let's say one of them indeed could do greater good for me than the rest of them. Oh, then, then certainly I would have a much stronger level of confidence in that person than anybody else in, in accordance with his capability. Even though I do place my trust in the others, but ultimately I know this one, he's really the guy who calls the shots. And as they may not be the highest one on the rung, they may not be the owner, may not be the CEO, but I know the president of the company, he's the guy who calls the shots. So I place my talking more in him than anybody else. But let's say there's only one person here. There's one person in this whole company that I know could actually give the order to help, give the order to harm, to hire, to fire, to give bonuses, to let go. Only one person. Everybody else just has to answer to that person. Everybody else just takes their orders from that one person. Then Then certainly the only one that a person would place his bitachin in is in that one person. If ultimately the only one who calls the shots, the only one that could sign, could veto, could put into order, is only one person, you place your bitachin in that person. Because you don't hope for any benefit from anybody else because they don't really call the shots. They're just messengers. They get they get the okay, then they could carry it out. Or if they 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 have to do the dirty work of firing somebody, they get the order from this one person who actually calls the shots, and he sends this person to give the message over to the person that he's being let go. So you're not you're not worried about the the messenger. You're not you're going to place your trust in the messenger. You're not going to place your trust in the in the vice president who really can't make any decisions on his own. He only when he takes orders from someone who's above him. So you're not going to place your trust in him. You say thank you very much. You're nice to him. You're cordial to him. But you're certainly not going to have any major confidence in him. so is too. When a person feels, Here's the nimshol. This is the nimshol now connecting back to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. When a person actually feels it, feels it because to know it up here, to know it intellectually is not enough. We have to go around life feeling it, feeling it in our lave. Lave is the one. The heart is the one that feels things, and that's how we really act and react. When a person really feels. No one could help and no one could harm. No creature, no human being, no animal. Except with permission granted from the Creator. Two points that Chavis Abavis is making over here. He will then move his heart away from any fear that he has in them, he won't fear them, and he won't place his hope in them. Tikvasim is hope in them. Okay? You may have to come on to them, 
You may have to deal with them. You may have to ask them for things. But in terms of placing one's hope in any nivra, placing one's hope in any individual person, when a person realizes that it's nothing to do with him, he's not the one that makes the decision to help or to harm, but it's only with the Rishus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then with that level of Bitochen, a person will never have any fear in another person or place his hope in another person. Rabbi Rucham, in, in, in a place, gives the marshal, says, you know, there are things in this world that are very strong. You know, you see, uh, you can see a whole pile of, uh, of, of iron beams, right? Or you see this huge boulder. Yeah. So is anybody afraid of it? I mean, this huge boulder is, is certainly heavier and stronger than the person, right? These large beams are certainly something that could flatten him, but that's laying there on the floor. He's not afraid of them. Why is he not afraid of them? <laughs> because unless there's a person strong enough to push over the stone on him, or unless there's a crane that's going to pick up these beams to hurt him, he's not afraid of them. They have no mind of their own. They can't on their own harm a person. Says the Rebbe Ruchim, that's the marshal over here. That's the marshal. That just like a, a mighty boulder or huge iron beams can't harm a person unless there's someone behind it, a human being behind it, who is deciding to do that. So you don't have fear from the item itself. So too says Yerochim, there's no individual in this world that can harm another person unless it is deemed so by HaKadosh Baruch Unless it is Nigzar, it is in the Rishus of Hashem, Hashem grants permission to this individual to harm somebody else. This is the famous, I don't want to go into it now because the Chavazov is going to mention it a few times coming up in the Sefer, but the famous words of the Sefer HaChinuch in Mitzvah Reish Mem Aleph, the Mitzvah of Loisika and Veloisita, one may not take revenge. So a person may think, don't take revenge. Why? Yeah, because it's not smart. You take revenge on a person, he'll then keep going, he'll try to get back at you. Says the Sefer Achinach, don't take revenge from a person because it's a lack of emuna. If a person takes revenge at somebody else, it, it shows his lack of of Amuna in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It shows that he doesn't realize who makes the decisions, who calls the shots. If he thinks that this person had the ability to harm him, he's missing the boat. That's not the person. It wasn't Shimi ben Geira that had the ability to curse Dovr HaMelech. Hashem Omar Loi Kalel. It's only Hashem who said to Shimi and gave him permission to then curse. Now, Philosophically, of course, it gets into the whole thing. So why could a person be punished if it wasn't his fault? He's punished for the decision that he made to want to harm a person. But why did the person get harmed? Only because HaKadosh Baruch Hu allowed it to happen. That's on the side of Yira. There's a line from the, the, uh, from the Beis HaLevi. I'm just going to read a few lines from the Beis HaLevi. The Beis HaLevi, Rabbi Yosheber Soloveitchik, had a small contrast he wrote on Bitochen, called Maimer Choyves HaBitochen. When he writes like this, he says, Ki im If a person would just take to heart and think in his mind, that everything that is found in the world, it is all only from him, Hashem. There is not 
it is not possible for any creature, any human being, the the ability to change any gzera, not to make it better, not to make it worse, not to improve it, or not to take it away. Even as slight as a pinhole. It's not in the ability of a person not to advance it any earlier, not to push it off. Even one second later than it's supposed to be. If the person would take to heart that truth, the person would not fear any other person. So who's he afraid of? He's afraid of a person? What could that person do? If I have nothing to fear from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I have nothing to fear from a person. A person can't do any harm to me if it's not deemed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So you don't have to be afraid. like the Pesach says, Ma yasali Adam. What could a person do? Where does that come from? It comes from Tehillim. And here we have it in the Chavis Avavis. The last line here, the Chavis Avavis, is that once a person takes to heart, when a person feels that no one else can harm him or help him. So he doesn't fear other people, he doesn't place his hope other people. He only trusts in Hashem. Like the Pesach says, Do not place your trust in Nedivim. Nedivim are people who want to give good. People who want to give. They're, uh, they're gracious people. And perhaps even have the wherewithal to give. Don't place your trust in those Nedivim. Those who are giving people. Beven Adam. It's really one, one idea. Beven Adam and a human being, Asher Einle Yeshua, that does not have salvation. What do you mean, Davin our salvation? The point is that ain't lois Yeshua. A person can carry out things. A person can do things. He's the shliach. He's even the ability to choose to help another person. At times, he's given the ability to harm another person. But the reason why a person is being helped or harmed is only one source and one reason. And that's a Baruch Hu. And therefore, a person knowing that would not place his trust in another person and say, oh, this person could help me. Now we have to go about our life, we have to use people, no different, you have to trust the mechanic for fixing your car, you have to trust the doctor, he's giving you the right medicine, you have to ask favors from people, that we live in a world with people. But to trust them as if they have the ability, they have the salvation in their hand, that's the difference, it's a very slight difference. But we see from here, as Rabbi Rucham points out in a different place, that the difference, you can only trust one. You can only trust one source, one address. You're either trusting people, or you're trusting HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Here, David HaMelech says, Don't trust the Nadiv or Beven Adam, don't trust the human being. To him is not the salvation. The salvation comes from above. As the Chavaz of Abbas is saying here, and therefore even though We'll ask people for favors. We'll have to come on to them. We'll have to. We'll need them, and we'll thank them properly for it. But ultimately, we have to know the Yeshua is not in their hands. Ain't lois Yeshua. It's not him that has the Yeshua. It's interestingly, just in closing, what's the pasuk after that? Al titru v'nivim ven adam shein Yeshua, because teitzei ruchoi 
When he dies, Yashulamasi turns to the he returns to the earth. So that's like sort of underscoring the point that here what does he have? What does he have? Here's a person. You expect the Yeshua to come from him. He can't even save himself when it's time for him to go, when it's time for him to pass on. No one can stop it. He can't stop it. When he returns his Ruach to on high, all of his plans fall to the wayside. Ramesh, interesting, Ramesh is at Sal. It says, it says like this, it says, the first Pasuk is saying, don't trust people. Why? Because ain't like Yeshua. The Yeshua is not with them. It's with Hashem. Then it says, that's the reason. What's the reason? Don't trust them because they don't have the ability to save. Well, don't trust them because they're not going to be here forever. Interesting Kasha. So he writes in Dorash Moshe. Moshe says two parts of the Pasuk. The first Pasuk is referring to matters of this world. Don't place your trust in matters of this world and other people because ain't lost Yeshua. He doesn't hold the key to any salvation. But then you'll think in matters of learning, well, listen, I have my Rebbe, I have my Rav, I'll ask him, Shaila, he tells me this, good, I have it. Says Moshe, no, no, no. You're not, you can't even put all of your trust in your Rebbe and say, oh, my Rebbe says this, I'm good to go. No, no, no. Once you know it, he says, you have to go over it yourself now. You have to own it yourself. Why? Because Because the Rebbe is not around forever. And when the Rebbe is gone, what are you going to do then? What are you going to do then? You don't have who to ask. Therefore, don't, in, in a sense, don't put place all your trust. Even in your, in your Rebbe, he says, you have to, after you learn it from your Rebbe, then you have to get it yourself. You have to learn it yourself to have it on your own. So then you'll be able to give it over to the next generation as well. Agutenacht.